morning. It is get them on side, and normally we come out very excited and very punchy. And why shouldn't we be? It's finals, but I have to start um, with uh, a very sincere and heartfelt apology. I am deeply sorry <laughs> for putting our best bets once again on the line with the Gold Coast Titans involved. Yes, that's the third time in five weeks it's happened, and it's the third time in five weeks it's cost yeah, us. Yeah. And I should know better. And at 26 to 12 with the Warriors, just six minutes away, six goddamn minutes away from saluting for us. And more importantly, I had all my WhatsApp FU messages to Sean. <laughs> then the Warriors do what the Warriors do. You're in front at home, in front of a sold-out crowd against a team that doesn't care, and you give them 14 points in six minutes. You should be kicked out of the comp. You are a disgrace. I'll tell you who's a bigger disgrace, Sean Ormrod. He didn't even put the best bet, didn't even put the best bet as an option on Thursday night. Sean Ormrod, where's the best bet? Where's the best bet? Oh, you'll have to do it manually, boys. So, in fact, I take back my apology. I'm not sorry at all. Sean Ormerod, you can now look down the barrel and apologise no, to the sports bed, get him on the side public, for failing in your duty and, in essence, saving people a lot of money. Exactly. And the, the last sentence there is the most important. I knew that bet was doomed from day one. Oh, so as soon as you mentioned Warriors 13 oh, this plus, is the reason. My, my head was in my hands, so I just thought, nah, stuff it. The listeners deserve better than that. Two out of the last three weeks. The, the best bet that got up three weeks ago, the option wasn't there either. <laughs> so his missing of these are running at a loss for the punters. So yes. therefore, they're missed opportunity. They should correct. be winning. That's correct. Right, and they could have also been yeah, in crunch positions. Now that's a team player. They could have been in crunch positions. What, uh, what, what's happening, mate? <laughs> hey? Dan, as soon as as soon as you started making comparisons yourself to Dan McPherson, <laughs> you've just got a little bit complacent. All that time at the gym. Yep. It's all uh, that time at the gym. Now, do you notice I've got the sniffles today? I play hurt. Yeah. Some of us here could, you know, heed that listen. Hang on. Was there not a message, a, a, a pleading message yesterday? Can I please do it from home? Yes, Can I, I want to do it from home. I don't want to spread. I'm, see, I'm a man of the people. I, I, I don't want to spread the cold to you. You've yeah. got big games to call. Yeah. Mm. Sean. I've got big games to go. Well, you've got work. <laughs> big games to go. <laughs> uh, this is exciting. Um, we're here at Rugby League Central. The, the, the $800 million stadium is next door. Plenty of toilet queues, apparently. Seats breaking, but $800 million. And, and Joel, we both got the good news this week. Yes. That we are each for radio calling. Yes. South Sydney and uh, Roosters on Sunday, Arvo. Yep. I've never looked forward to a game as much. I can't wait because I haven't yet been there. And I just hope the weather gods behave. I just hope we mm. have... I just hope that there's some sun beaming down on that field on Sunday afternoon. Oh, it should be 40 there. Did you go on Friday? No, I didn't go, but I was going to ask, because there's a clear two schools of, of thought here. There's one camp that are in love with the stadium. How good is it? All the new food and whatever facilities. And the other camp is just, well, it's a copy and paste job worth $800 million with a couple of new toilets. Two now things can be right, Sean. Yeah, OK. It is so it's, some, it's somewhere in the middle. If you can get seats on, in the lower bowl, get them. It's like sitting at Combank. Yeah. It's that good. Um, if you sit on the upper levels, mm. you're going to think, this is pretty much like the old joint, mm. which was very good to begin with, which was very good. But it's excellent. Anyway, we can't wait to be there. Now, can I make a recommendation before we get to the real thing? I saw last night might be in my top three docos all time for mm. sport. I actually had that written down to ask you a question because I saw your tweet 
the America's Cup documentary on Australia 2, a story that's not told often enough these days, so it's the 40-year anniversary coming up of Australia 2. This American mob, this it's a series called Untold. Yes. Mm. It's a phenomenal series. They did the NBA match-fixing referee a couple of weeks ago. He has never spoken. They did the malice in the palace in the first series, the, the, the big brawl. In the NBA game. That's an untold that went into series. The, the, oh, yeah. This, awesome. is, this is blowing 30 for 30 out of the water. Anyway, I've never seen Australia, an era of Australia, captured so brilliantly as this American documentary did with all the old footage and what it meant to Australia. Mm. Because you're too young and we're also right on the edge where, yes, we're five, four or yes. five years old, but we have no appreciation for what that event, the America's mm. Cup, meant. John Bertrand, you'd, you'd run through a wall for this bloke. Wow. And I'm it's just a phenomenal story. It's a phenomenal story. So I'm not doing it justice. Netflix, Untold. Uh, it is in... It, I watched it with a mate last night. We are blown away. We almost thought, we want to watch this again. It was that good. What about when the Manti Teo doco... Mm. And there's Braith and Asta, the Greek god. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't that bizarre? Wasn't that bizarre? That was excellent. Uh, he's everywhere, the Greek. He's everywhere. Yeah. Let's do this. Uh, you, you, you two did a very good job of threading the needle. Sean had Storm Eels Unders. That was never really in doubt, was it? And Joel had Eels Head to Head also. They had that pretty comfortably. But Mike Acevo was the last leg of that, and he scored with a good, what, 15, 20 minutes to go. That was a clinic, what mm. you two put on. It was, it was very comfortable. The last, there was a little squeaky moment with a few minutes to go when uh, the Storm scored, but then Munster missed that kick from right in front. Oh, the which, What would I tell him to do, Sean? Well, we, everyone knows. I went, up, knows. I went up to, and I won't name names, I went up to a Storm player, and I said, do you have much to do with Cameron Munster? Because you need to get him squarer, it could cost you in a big game. You have, you've got to take this goalkeeper seriously. He's, you know a, he's, a, he's a very good golfer. I, I knew he was going to miss too. Yeah, he was next to the post. Yeah. I actually said it. This yeah. bloke is streaky. This is no certainty. Yep. I think everyone at the ground had the feeling he could shank this. Yep, he's got to. Think, he's got to get around. More. I think Meany missed one before that as well. Yeah, so, yeah. little wider wrap, but also very gettable. Yep. yep. Uh, and then Warriors 13. <laughs> what, what, what more can I say? What price was the same game multi, roughly? Uh, just short of six bucks, I believe. Yeah. Is that all? Mm. Obviously, I didn't put it together. Well, Sevo you know, scores every. What is it? His yeah, record there true. now is, oh, is unbelievable. Yeah, it's one of the great true. records in in footy. Uh, and uh, again, the flares were a little off this week. Well, geez, I'm glad I saluted with a flare. Couldn't salute with the best bet. Penrith first uh, under total. Under one and a half points, three dollars fifty. As oh, a nice little collect. But let's get to our topic of the day. There's a few things we can choose from. I think let's go with the back page of the Daily Telegraph and Latrell Mitchell talking about booing. Now I've got to defend him before we open the floor here on this one score. When I saw Adam Goods invoked, I thought, uh oh. Uh-oh, we're going down a dangerous path here if we're going down the races and path. But then he if you read the quotes from Latrell, he also brought up Nelson Asifasolomona. So I don't think it was an Indigenous, we're being booed because we're Indigenous. It's just saying, you know, some of us are just being booed. In saying that, 
Latrell is going to find out on Sunday. Mm -hmm. Big mistake. <laughs> big, big mistake. Well, it's, it's going to hundred percent. It is going to. He's going to have more booze than he's ever had probably ever in his life. It is just red rag to a bull, isn't it? Well, firstly, he's done two things. One, you can't tell the crowd not to boo. Yep. And two, he's also showing the crowd it affects him. Yep. Yeah. He's he's actually letting the crowd know they are having an effect on him. Let's, so. We just be, accomplished. He, he has to be really clear about yeah. why, he's, why he's getting booed. A, he's a huge player, so you're going to try and do everything as a fan to put him off his game. But two, he's an ex-player of the club who then smashed the face in yeah. of one of the yes. best players on that yes. on that uh, current club. Of course he's going to get booed. And I, think I, he's I don't most, think it matter who it is. I think he's the most sin-bin player in the comp. Yes, he is. Eight times ever. Is that a fact? Yeah. yeah. And, then, and, then, and then Nelson gets brought up. Well, what, why is Nelson... Yeah. Getting booed. No, play on. Because Nelson's been... Because he's a villain. He's a grub. He's a villain. <laughs> he's a villain. Cameron Smith got booed. Melbourne Storm won the grand final. I was there. They beat the Penrith Panthers, right? Uh, watching the coverage. And they got booed when they won the comp. His last ever game got booed. It just comes with the territory of yeah. being a big, big star. And, yeah, he... He's going to cop it because um, I think it'll be half Brewster's crowd... By the way, that ticket snafu, in the end, won't have any issue. I love that Souths are crying conspiracy. <laughs> I must admit, it's the first thing I thought, too. Yeah. But there's a Roosters allocation, there's a Souths allocation. They're even. Mm. Yep. So in the end, yes, the Roosters got to their allocation first, um, but Souths, eventually their allocation was exhausted as gotcha. well. Gotcha. So that's, uh, that's the end of that. But I, just I, on Latrell... There is no in-between, in my opinion. He's going to be absolutely man of the match. Yes. Or he's going to be disappearing. Do you agree with that? Well, that's that. That's Latrell, though, in a yeah. sort of nutshell, isn't it? No, yeah. it's, not, it's not rocks or diamonds areas, but he is, yeah, he either serves up an absolute, you know, all-timer yeah. or they might, get, they might get flogged the other way. 2009... The Dragons hosted Parramatta Eels. They had to do the same the following week. Daniel Anderson in the first week said, boys, just do as you please this week. Just relax and have a few days off. Do whatever you want. They got pumped by the Dragons. Mm. The next week they turned up to train and right, oh, here we go, right? And they just destroyed them. And yep. Hayne went berserk. Could we see something like that again? Yes, but also, oh, you know what was found interesting? That that game meant nothing apart from pride but and, and a home final, but it's in Sydney, so it doesn't matter. Um... But they showed off their tactic of, of just suffocating Latrell. Yep. And I thought, wouldn't it have been interesting if Robbo, um, to sort of let him run wild in round 25, sort of, but then for the final, the tactic of just absolutely giving him no room. Yes. Um, but then I thought, I wonder if he's trying to plan a colonel in round 25. Hey, get ready, there's more of this coming in finals week one. And that might just, you know, plant a seed of doubt. It's fascinating because well, don't forget, they know the mentality of this guy yeah. as well, for good and yeah. for bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll, it'll be that times four or five, the intensity that he's going to cop on Sunday. And I can't... I... But we've seen what he's done in grand finals mm -hmm. and in origin. He's a big game player. Yeah. He's a big game player. Uh, let's do this. Uh... Does Sean contribute to this segment anymore? No, I've, I've, I've retired. I've retired. No, you Dan. can't retire. I had my reasons for retiring. You just can't say, oh, because Dan's not doing it, I'm not doing it. <laughs> Joel looks ready, though. Joel looks primed. 
Oh, with great reluctance because this well, is, this is taking on a champion coach oh, okay. up there with the best I've ever seen, right? Oh. And, and he happens to be a mate of mine. Todd Payton. And, and who am I? No, who am I? Price. I'm prefacing this. Who am I oh, to bag his judgment, right? But I'm, but I'm, my gut feel is that he's pulled the wrong trigger here. Ivan Cleary. For the Roosters to win the competition... They've got to win six big games in a row. They went down to Melbourne. They took on the Bunnies at the new stadium. And now they have the prospect. They've got to go and take on four big games in a row. Mm. I think, and again, who am I to doubt the great man? But James Tedesco playing 80 minutes last week against South Sydney, um, 275 metres with a big month ahead of him. I think... I think it's the wrong call, but again, who am I to bloody All judge? Right. That's a good Bambi. That, now, that's a proper Bambi. Yeah. That's a, that's a, that's a top-notch Bambi. And you, you mentioned it before, so again, there's two schools of thought. That was a dead rubber. I completely disagree with that game being a dead rubber. I think both teams certainly would have wanted this week one matchup at their home grounds. I know Allianz is brand new, um, and it's only going to be the second game they played there, but it, it is an advantage, and it's worth something. And in a, in a knockout final, you want every little tiny percentage of favour going your way, and I think I, I think it's worth something. And I, I was a little bit shocked at people saying it was a dead rubber, because give both those teams the options, of course South want to play at a call, Roosters really want to play at Allianz, because it is an advantage. He's I know not, it's only kilometres away. He's not the only coach that fell into this, by the way. As soon as the Broncos were beaten, you know, Joe Tarpany, Jack Whiten... Why? Like, why did so many coaches risk their Lamborghinis when it wasn't necessary? Yeah. I was surprised he kept his rotation, Ricky. So when Papa Lee and Tuppany came off the first time and they were up, what a disgraceful performance by the Tigers, uh, I thought, well, that's the end of them. And then they came back on mm. for their... That's but right. it might be a miles in the legs thing. I, I don't know. They got through. Why did he rest Elliot Whitehead? That was a strange... Well, you know, to, he's, to the choose old, he's the oldest of them. Yeah, I know, but... It doesn't make a scary difference to that team winning or well, he does to them losing. Why would you play Tarpany or Papali? I know they only had 19 to choose from, so he was a little bit hamstrung, Ricky. Rested Whiten, clear, but he's certainly resting Tarpany and Papali over Elliot Whitehead for me. Could yeah. I say this? This doesn't belong in the Bambi purview, but I'll, I'll talk about it here anyway. Um, I think it is shameful that we're playing rugby league finals at suburban grounds, and I've said this for years. There is a way to do this and to advantage the team that should be advantaged. So say Penrith, Parramatta. You play it at Homebush, and you give Penrith members a full day. A full day extra with yeah. tickets. Yep. Gordy had an idea, give them 75% of the tickets. I don't know if you can do that, but the, to find a way to advantage them. We're playing a final on Saturday in a ground that holds 11,000. It's, it, it's embarrassing. It is disgraceful. Mm. And, and, and before Cronulla fans get on me, it was your club's choice to take the developers' money to have the hotel and the league's club and all the apartments. And it's going to look great. But your ground is not finals worthy. Now, I, I've loved calling games at Shark Park. I've done about four or five of them for Fox. It's a great atmosphere. And I actually think it's a real atmosphere that does have an impact. You can't play a final there. Again, same thing, take it to Allianz. Wouldn't matter because it's North Queensland. Their fans aren't going to travel for this game. You give the home side uh, an advantage with the ticket sales. Mm. You know what? I have been supportive of the Sharks having the home final because it's such an advantage. 
on the premise that Penrith have got their home final at their ground. Yeah, once once Penrith got theirs, Sharks had to have theirs, no question. Yes, but but I love what you're saying. So if you went to the big stadium, you'd look at it and go, okay, well, clearly the Sharks out of the Sydney teams are the team that would benefit from a doubleheader, right? So you send them with who, who would be the team uh, that wouldn't sell it out, more likely out of Penrith and Parramatta yep. or Roosters and Bunnies. You put that as a doubleheader. As you mentioned, Sharks and the Panthers, for example, their fans can charge in and buy what they want to buy and then open up the window. Scarcity, it creates scarcity yes. for people who've got to act. Yes. It's, I love it. I think I think you might have said it on Twitter as well. For a game that's so driven by oh, dollars amazing. and cents, for every other scenario, it's all about money first. And then you get this clear tap-in of, A, you don't want the game to look a bit shit on yeah. TV and to everyone around the country. But B, you, how much money are they, are they actually well, let's losing? Say, let's say it's 50 It's a great idea. idea. It's a great yeah. idea. You've got to advantage yeah, you the, do. The, yeah, the, the, the home yeah. team, right? You've got to give them an advantage. And then there could be an argument, well, Parramatta has so many fans that, yes, even if you go to Homebush, even if Penrith get a day, Parramatta are going to swamp them at the end. OK, I, I, it's not a foolproof solution, but you've... You, <laughs> 50 bucks a ticket... 20,000 to be locked out. Friday night, I think it gets 40,000 that game. I don't. 80,000 is not going to happen for week one. No. If you made it a Saturday night or Saturday afternoon, 5.30 or Sunday Arvo, now I think we're into 60,000 territory. Um, and th that's real money. But, it, mm. you know, um, uh, I think we're... They're worried about the embarrassment of Manly versus Warriors at the football stadium getting 11,000 and having 30,000 empty seats. So that's why we have this ridiculous home... No, well, Sharks versus the Cowboys is a fair enough example. Exactly. But here's my point. Week one finals, I think, are more important than week two or week three, which sounds strange because week two and week three, it's all sudden death. But week one sets it up, sets up the whole thing. Week one for Penrith, week one for Cronulla and North Queensland is the most important week coming up, Parramatta. Mm. So why do they get a suburban home ground advantage, but yet in week two and week three, they don't get that advantage? The, the hypocrisy is astounding. Anyway, we're all on the same page. Let's get to some games, shall we? We'll do that right after this. Get them on side. Same game multi for tonight. Thoughts on Panthers to win 13 plus? Uh, well, probably not. There's a few injuries this week. Right, we're going back. Cheers, see ya. See ya. Make it look easy with Sportsbet's same game multi. More markets and bigger odds with Sportsbet. All right, here we go. Here we go. Oh. Yes. Oh, wow, it's happening. Time for the finals. Breathe it in. <laughs> they didn't play this on Friday night. They should on Sunday, though. Here's standing up. What a glorious year. All those 90s games, walking down the tunnel. Sean has no recollection yeah, of this. Yeah, no, far too early for me. You know what I'll have I to like do? I like it, though. I'll be going to that stadium for the first time on Sunday. Yeah. And I'll have to put my headset in <laughs> to make my own version of it. Now, I'm thinking of playing this for a Triple M Finals. Yeah. Like, like, just doing it. Surely we can start a campaign to get this play in the stadium. I've, I've been trying. And we've got some, and we've it's got about some now, the crowd roars yeah. as 
the 1994 Canterbury Bulldogs come down the tunnel. <laughs> the painted in gold. Went out by Terry Lamb and oh. Craig Polamounter. Yeah. Simon Gillies, he's a hard bastard. Oh, the badges on the sleeve. Uh, uh, and they were ready to boo the Canberra Raiders, the mighty Canberra <laughs> Raiders. Don't do hey, oh, Shut up. So let's go. Penrith versus Parramatta is our first game. Um, and this is... A very uh, narrow market for Penrith. I'm surprised. Dollar thirty-seven, three dollars ten. Penrith, uh, not much experience at home in finals uh, because we've we've often gone. We talked about this. It wasn't that long ago we were back at big grounds for, for first game, first round games. Nine and two at Penrith this year. Nine and two at Penrith. We obviously know Parramatta beat them there. Um, I think the key stat is that last game, yes, Cleary was sent off Sean Ormerod, but no Jerome Luai. So I don't mm. think we can judge that as positively for Parramatta or negatively for Penrith, I should say. Uh, eight and a half. God, that's a big line. That is a very big line mm. for a team that in the last four legitimate contests has held to that line. Parramatta in the last four legitimate contests, won one, lost by two in a final, lost by one. There was a game before the finals where they rested everyone. Let's not count that. Big line, Sean? Yeah, well, I'm not so sure. I was actually halfway through the Eels and Storm game. I was messaging some uh, some of my cronies and I thought we were going to get Hello, a really... Rixie, I, th I thought we were going to get a really, really good price about Penrith. I thought the market might just get a little bit excited um, and read too much into Penrith probably last month, five weeks, and that game from, from Parramatta. Uh, didn't quite get as low as what I was expecting, but eight, yeah, eight and a half. I can see, and I think we're going to be opposed of the uh, diametric oh, variety, Joel Kane, and I can see why the market is slowly moving towards Parramatta. Every, about 80% of every dollar turned over at Sportsbet is on the Eels already. So I, I can, and I can see why I've beaten them twice this year. Um, it's got all the hallmarks of people getting around Parramatta, but the the Panthers, they they showed their hand last week, rested the whole squad. First time I've ever seen that. I've seen some big restings, but not to pull your whole 13 out of a game. They've had this in their calendars for probably since that game that Cleary got sent off, mm. if not maybe a week or two before that, because they had minor premierships sewn up. They knew they were finishing top. They are so cherry ripe for this game. I don't think they're carrying an injury. They are full strength, and they are so far, still so far ahead of the chasing pack. It's not funny. And I think at home, I can get this number uh, big enough. The, the only, your stat of, of them equaling the amount of tries scored or something. Is it the last two final series or last final series? Yeah, so the, their biggest win in the seven finals they've played the last two years, their biggest margin win is four points. I understand. Mm. Four that points. does speak to... But hang on, has any of those been at Penrith Park? I don't think any of them have been at Penrith Park. Uh, Mate, yeah, one yeah, maximum. I think, I think they beat mm. the Roosters there. No, because 2020, all... Yes, they did. Yes, they did by they one by point in a great game. So, so what... what puts me off a little bit is the fact that they their first port of call is to just back their defence. They're not really worried about how many points they put on the board. They just suffocate the other team. But I, I, and I know Parramatta were really good last week, but Wunga Blake is a complete liability on that right edge for them. And Penrith could have an absolute field day down that side of the park. It's been their hot side. They're hot all over the field. But I think in a big, big game, Parramatta's edges really, really concern me. Um, and I'm, I'm okay to... It's not my best bet. It was very, very close to being my best for Panthers to cover this line. 
but I've got to I've got to lean that way. But I think we might get a better number for ourselves the the closer we get. Because as I said, I can see why the market's going to be going Parramatta's way. Two of the last five Para have won, so therefore three of the last five Penrith have won. Um, a little correlation here: the three Penrith wins, no Reed Marnie in any of those. The two Para wins. Both with Reed Marnie. Uh, he scored three tries in those games. I, uh, I just can't get my head around the numbers. I have to be with Parramatta. Eight and a half start. Seven and a half would make me think maybe a little bit differently, yeah. but eight and a half, yeah. I've got to be with them. I tend to agree with that line of thinking. Uh, Parramatta's starting to build some consistency. They've won their last three and they've won seven of their last nine. So they're not quite as up and down as we think they are. They've only conceded 26 in the last three. But in saying all of that, Penrith... Um, the last eight games, their spine has been together once. The last eight games, their halves combo has been together once. Uh, they are 5-0 and in the wet. It is miserable in Sydney on Friday. 80% chance of rain in Penrith uh, on Friday. So it's going to be a wet deck. Uh, I, I'm with Sean. I think they're going to explode out of the blocks Penrith. I, it's, it's too much start, though. But also too I think, wet. I think we're going to get 7.5. I think at some point we'll get. Yeah, I think I, at some point we'll get. Some that's point. why I love the eight and a half. But uh, you mentioned the rain, and no doubt, Sean, you like the unders. So therefore, if we've got limited points, the eight and a half's a bloody big start. And that—that that was the other point I was going to make. To 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 really step into minus eight and a half, you've got to get the total a little bit bigger than what it is, and that's where I struggle. So, but yeah, I think there's more upside in Penrith. I think. Uh, quickly. Unders or overs on this game? Do we think it's high scoring? 40 and a half. Again, it's going to be wet. I tend to think this is an unders game. Mm. Yeah, I think minus and unders is a great little, uh, you know, unrelated. Boys, game. this yeah, this sounds a bit sort of counterintuitive, but I, if Penrith get beat, the moment they get beat, I'm launching into them to win the comp. I don't think they can win the comp if they go through straight to the prelim. That's my gut feel. How does that work? I think That's they'll be a shot done. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not because tactics. you have Cleary. Say they scrap by Parramatta, yeah. right? They've got another two weeks does to wait for that, another game. does not concern me in the season. I know, I know. Rosie Perez in um, White Men's Well, I reckon so they're you shot lose, you win. They're Sometimes when you win, you lose. Well, Sometimes when you lose, you draw and some no but if we if we can look ahead and say okay they're going to be in the prelims one way they got there fresh the other way they had to go and knock off Canberra or Melbourne I'd much rather know they've knocked off Canberra or Melbourne they've got through charging ready to go hang on they're going to they win this first game can we clip this up Cam just they in win case this this first game <laughs> I admire your stones to put this out there they're going to then face on the other side of the the softer side of the well what we perceive as the softer side of the draw mm. Cowboys, unproven. Sharks, unproven. Mm. Um, whoever loses on Saturday, that's on that side of the draw. Melbourne, look like they're fading. Canberra, Penrith have had no problems with them. And you're saying that Penrith yes. win their first game, they're not going to win the comp. They're, I think they're less likely to win the comp. You if, are bonkers. Well, they're too, so far, they've... In 2020, they played three games, lost the grand final, and were completely off the bid at the start of the game. Last year, they went the long road and won. Okay. So at this stage, anyway, we'll deal with that. We're doing brackets. We're doing yeah. brackets. <laughs> and there's 800 different combinations. And I looked at every single one of them on the Sportsbet website. Wow, I still don't get a cut of it. That's coming up shortly. Uh, but, woo, it's me doing the uh, flare. Uh, it's amazing. I can't get a best bet up, but my flares are actually going pretty well. I, I'm along with you here, Sean. Mm -hmm. uh, Taylor May, 
tail and may how the hell is he it's unbelievable what the NRL oh. did unbelievable so basically now they've opened the door so when someone gets hit with a charge for a one week suspension this week that club can say well ooh, hang on we want the tail and may situation let's put it back to week one next year anyway uh, Taylor May left wing I'm like Sean I think Penrith are going to explode out of the blocks I think Parramatta will any, uh, ended up matching wits with them but I can see Penrith at home just Fisher-Harris going mm. nuts early um, Viliami kick out just steaming onto I could see Penrith just Leaving Pat Parramatta on the blocks of the first 10 minutes, Taylor May, <coughs> first try. Oh, by the way, news as we get ready for Melbourne, Canberra. Uh, all you Parramatta fans wanting to know who's going to call the game, well, it's not me. And I've looked at the roster, and it's not Warren Smith. So you <laughs> do the sums, you Parramatta fans. My God. <laughs> I think you're going to be happy. What are you alluding to there, Dan, for those who don't know what you're talking well, about? Well, in the Telegraph, a big story in the Telegraph. Yeah. My God, the commentator, yeah. Bossy, apparently when he calls Parramatta, they're unbeaten. Yeah. Has it made it into the telly, has it? I believe Dean Ritchie wrote a piece. <laughs> yeah. Someone oh, sent fantastic. me this piece. Can you believe this? They're 10 from 10. <laughs> oh, wow. Who's keeping score on that? Yes. Well, I think Vossie's keeping score on that. I know who is, isn't it? Yeah, it's Andrew Voss. Oh. Wow. <laughs> we need a commentator reality TV program, don't we? No, no, no. See, yeah. now, commentator I don't like Island. the trend of this. Yeah. I don't like the trend of this. Yeah. That's, this is fun, all right? But then we're going to get to the negatives. Someone's going to keep tabs now yeah. of the negative ones. Oh. And already... We don't want this guy on our game. The worst thing is we is, oh, this bloke's biased against us. Yes. This guy hates us. Now, we don't want stats to prove that. Uh, How good is a call it, Dan, when, you, when both fans are alleging that you... Equally unhappy with you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. Storm Raiders. Uh, Canberra coming in pretty hot. Uh, although they haven't played anyone of note mm -hmm. for a while. Uh, they've won seven of their last eight. They and Cronulla have the same affliction. They've just beaten absolute nobodies <laughs> to get here. But more importantly, they've won their last four at this ground and one of their better wins this year was at Amy Park on a Sunday afternoon. Nine and a half. Nine and a half. Pretty fat start there. Penrith, oh, sorry, Melbourne, Sean, have lost six of their last ten. So they don't come in with great form. Yeah, and this is going to come down to one player, Jerome Hughes, who they sort of rolled the dice last week with him. Um, obviously went down to, to Paramount. They've now got to go the long way. Think he's going to play? Do we? I don't know. I mean, it's it, it, it. This is a big wait and see job for it's me. It's calf injury, isn't it? It is a calf, which I think he's been sort of dealing with for a lot of the year. Um, seems to be twinging it every other week. But if he does play, I'm I'm pretty keen on Melbourne here. Now, what it, what it does for Cameron Munster is huge because we saw he was trying to play. He was trying to play a dominant half last week, and he was amazing. But he was trying to play dominant half, running the footy at every chance he got, then go back to fullback in defence, try and zig around there. And I think it just completely depleted him. So, yes, you want him touching the ball as much as he can, but I think it might rob him of mm. one position over the other. And obviously having Jerome Hughes back, he can just control everything. And I think it might just unleash Munster to do more damage at the back and still play that um, sort of 5-8 role. In, in attack, he might be able to split it 50-50. So it's, it's all reliant on Jerome Hughes, but Dan touched on it. They have beat no one Canberra in on the way in, and I think some people might just look at that last four weeks record and go, oh shit, they must be in good form. I think I think Melbourne, if Hughes plays, could, could really explode here. Mm. By the way, Melbourne, Joel, uh, I've looked at the highest score of the weekend, lowest score of the weekend. Melbourne, $3.50 to have the highest score of the weekend. Three to, oh, obviously four games. Um, 
I've got to go camp with the line. And maybe I saw it firsthand. A young bloke turns 11. I said, mate, me and you, we're going down to Melbourne. We turned up to the airport. Tickets weren't working. Had to buy new tickets, get there. Could, had no flight coming back. Complete shit fight. We go down there. He's a Melbourne Storm supporter. Canberra flog him. Pappenhausen gets injured. Yeah, you got Pappenhausen so, finished for the year, didn't you? So, <laughs> but, but my dad's the cooler, but I've, it must be hereditary. Take him down again. Maybe you could see months to get decapitated. <laughs> so, I mean, really, so, really finish him off. So, look, I, I honestly don't. I, Canberra with the start. Camera with the start. It does look big on face value. It does. Doesn't it? it does. See, with, with the Amy Park record. I think you're doing. This is the second game in a row. It's a teasing line, Sean. You are begging people to back Parramatta at the line, and I think you're begging people to back Canberra at the line here. And you've won them. Well, I nearly got. I, I nearly went for the double. Yeah. The, the 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 begging double. But anyway, in the meantime, woohoo! Let's do this, eh? Yes. Let's go. Um, Canberra at the line. Hudson Young. Oh. Hudson Young. He can't keep scoring. It's unbelievable. Six tries in his last four weeks, Hudson Young. He wouldn't have been that short of Namai in the end. $5.25. There you go. <coughs> I like that. Nice. There you Very go. Nice. Naturally, yeah. why I like this is because if he does score, that's four points closer to getting that line. Yeah, plus nine yeah. and a half. So right. can, we all, can we all just uh, have a spare of thought for Jamal Fogarty, who's going to get absolutely slammed by Justin Olam. Like, he, te- he teed up Mitchell Moses yeah. about four or five times last week. And I think Jamal's, Jamal's hand's probably not the safest of the number sevens in the comp. Yep. If he's looking up and he knows <laughs> Justin Olam's running at him, good oh, luck. Oh, There's the Raider hater. There's the Raider hater at his best. <laughs> Uh, you are tipping Melbourne, aren't you, uh, Sean? Sure, same. Of course you are. Uh, <laughs> Cronulla versus North Queensland, Saturday night. Now, the weather is going to be a little clearer in Sydney, but you know, the weather in Sydney has been pretty chilly of late. It's going to, These conditions will be impactful, you would think. Saturday night, Shark Park, $1.71, $2.15. Sharks have won 11 of their last 12, but again, like Canberra, haven't beaten much recently. Uh, their last time versus the top team, they beat South round 20. Impressive, but a long time ago. 5-0 uh, in finals at Shark Park. Now, it doesn't relate to this team because they haven't played there in a final since 08. Um, and this stunned me. They've won eight straight against North Queensland. Joel, I'm going to let you go first here because... Uh, you know, your love uh, child, uh, Todd Payton, uh, well, it's not your love child. No. You and two, two could have a love child together. <laughs> um, their last, I'll say this. My best my, the, my best man at my wedding's in the other team, Sharks. Who? Pricey. Oh, this is, is really, yeah, really going to test you. You have backed Todd Payton so hard all year. Uh, their last win against a genuine <laughs> top eight team. When I say a genuine top eight team, we don't count Penrith last week. Yeah. Round 15 against Melbourne. So as impressive as they've been, the Cowboys, they've failed in their last few outings against yes. proper contenders. Yes, they're three games in Sydney against top eight teams. Mm. They've lost all three mm-hmm. to a collective margin of something like 76 points, points to 28. Right, So that's, that's a problem for them. Very, very slow starters. Uh, I'll share some more stats when I get to my... Uh, woohoo. Uh, is that not my woohoo, is it? It's not my. I'll share those now. Woo-hoo, Sharkies so have not... Won a game where they've trailed at half time. They've not won a game where they've trailed at half time. Cowboys in Sydney, very slow starters. Five games in Sydney, only five first half tries mm. in their five games in Sydney. And that includes the big wins against um, the Dragons, Manly. So they are slow out of the gate in Sydney. So I like that half time, full time double if you do like the Sharkies. Um, but I'm going to take the Sharkies here. 
Home ground advantage huge. <coughs> two and a half. That's a tricky line. Two mm. and a half. Yeah, it is tricky. And kudos to the to the uh, the bookies here because I think this is probably I think they've got most games there about spot on. It's pretty hard to try yep. and find a bit of an angle, and this is this looks bang on just a minus two and a two and a half game. I've got them rated pretty um, similarly. And then I think the Cowboys may be just in front. I think neutral venue, the Cowboys are probably just favourites. Um, then you throw in Shark Park. What's get that worth to you this week? Shark Park. Yeah. I think it's probably a, a try. Six. Yeah. Four. Yeah. Six. I, think, yeah. I think probably four. Right at four. Again, fairly subjective, but I, th- I, th- I think so. And then the other flip side that you've got going for you is, that, and I've said it all year, the Cowboys' record away from home has been pretty poor. Been winning games, but not against much and just getting over the line. So I've got to lean the way of the Sharkies. Um, and it's my flair here. So, woo! Uh, I'm pretty keen on the unders. Two of the two of the top three defensive teams, yeah. they both average conceding 15 points a game or, or thereabouts. It's not a knockout final, but winning this oh, I like is... This, I like this uh, yeah. type, Shauna. Winning this game is so, so big. Cowboys win, they go to Townsville, sit oh. in the spa for a week. It's just, it's enormous. Likewise for yeah. the Sharkies. So I really like the unders, but I'm just going to try and thread a little needle here. 31 to 40 points is my little Ricardo of the flair. $3.45. It, it, it does really feel, the line feels about right, 18, 16, something like that, 20 to 14, those sort of areas. I know it's a little bit of a, of a needle that we've got to thread, but I don't mind it at the price. Um, it worries me that Dalfa Nukin's back because I like the Cowboys here. Uh, again, Cronulla not match-hardened, but I'm going to take the Cowboys. Here's a stat... Now, I like the Cronulla North Queensland halftime full time double because Cowboys four and five went down in half time this year, plus forty five in the first half, plus two twenty seven in the second half. They're a huge second half team, and I just <coughs> wonder if it's close. It, that experience against the gun sides comes through. Uh, I know last week they were always going to win that game, the Sharkies. I think in the end, but it didn't really. Set me a light yeah, performance. I don't know. You got to take it with a big old yeah. pinch of salt. Yeah. But they, they were probably in second gear the the whole game. But yeah. you know, you, you already know you're playing Cowboys next week. Yeah. And, and you, you just got to get it done and get that home yeah. final. I, I, I'd totally disregard that game. I think um, we all agree Penrith Parramatta is not quote unquote sudden death. That the loser can have a. You certainly agree with that, Joel. Can have a run in the finals. I don't think the loser of this game has any chance. In no. fact, I would back whoever loses you this game my bracket, going then. straight sets. <laughs> yeah, I know. I've seen your bracket. <laughs> we've got a, have you seen the straight jacket we've got for you over there? Um, the straight so jacket you don't. Bracket. But to me, Sean, whoever loses this, it's ta-da yeah. for, for 2022. Then on the flip side, if, if, if the Cowboys can win this and they up to their eyeballs in it, they go Dude. a week off and then up to Townsville and where they've been so good. Exactly. Uh, now we get to... The game I'm looking forward to most, that's not to deride the other three, but Roosters, South Sydney, because I think this might get violent. Um, you put Warrior Hargreaves in that. Is his ham- hamstring all right? There's oh, I don't know. He won't care. Him. He's just going to whack blocks. Yeah. <laughs> um, you, put him in, you put Radley in that environment. He had to sit back and watch last week from a distance. Uh, Roosters, $1.55. South Sydney, two forty-five. I'm a touch surprised how... Uh, big South are. Four and a half is the line. I thought it might have been a three and a half line. South have quietly stumbled a bit lately. Three of their last six they've lost. Cook is back. Murray, we should say, is back. 
because, well, as long as he passes his test, he wasn't there last week after a few minutes. Campbell Graham is back. Huge though for the Roosters. Swali'i, Tupo and Victor Radley returns for the Sydney Roosters. So they are looking much like their old selves. Centres are their weakness, although Hutchison's done a great job, gentlemen, but Momorowski's back there after spending a week on the wing. <sighs> this one confounds me, this game. Joel, you kick us off. Yeah, look, I, I've ultimately ended on the Roosters. Robinson with the experience over Demetrio. Tedesco, if it is wet, clearly that track would suit him better than Latrell Mitchell, I think. Would you agree mm. with that? Yes. Weather should be okay, but after a wet few days. So yes. it probably will be a soggy deck. More of a teddy sort of deck, I suppose. Uh, look, I, I'm not at all confident, but just in this scenario, I've got to be with Trent Robinson. They've got eight in a row. <clears throat> I've got to go that way. So we know they played each other last week. Just going back to the what that market jumped, that jumped minus two and a half. We've now got no Joey Manu for the Roosters. Yes. They're now going off minus four and a half. Damien Cook back. I know they get Tupo and Suwali'i, but that's a, a much of a muchness, I think. So I, I, I think it's just got a little bit too excited with the result in that game. Mm. And, and maybe a part of me thinks that I think the Roosters... That wasn't a dead rubber to the Roosters, but it might have been yeah, for, to the Bunnies. A, a, a part of me just just feels that way, and you, you might be able to read that um, into the into the performance. Certainly, the first half last week. So, I'm um, I'm there's not a lot in it. I can I can make a case to get it to four and a half this game pretty easily, but. Yeah, I've just got to lean the way of, of South. This is this is this is mouth-watering stuff. If the form form line last week is true, which we don't really know, as you said, like with the motivation stakes at the same level, the three South tries, it was against the runner player, it was kicks, whereas Roosters legitimately oh, they were miles tore them apart. They were miles better <laughs> last week. The question I have: Can Totola, Nichols, well that duo keep Warrior Hargreaves and Takiaho at bay? That's a big... Totola has been quietly great the last couple of months. I wouldn't have Tom Burgess come off the bench, but obviously Demetrio knows more than me. Uh, I think they need Burgess up against Warrior Hargreaves and, and Takiaho right from the start. I'm going to go Roosters here, but again, no confidence. I wish it was three and a half, but I can just see them getting away. Once they, they break them with 15 minutes to go, they can really go on with this. Fascinating game. No home ground advantage because fans will be split down the middle. Um, Roosters have done a great job on Damien Cook over the years. Yeah. They, they were the first ones to work out. You split the markers, you don't let him <coughs> run, and that, that has nullified him. Uh, Mr. Ormerod. Is it my Rick Flair? I believe so. Too. Woo! <laughs> there we go. There, go. there we go. The crowd's up and about now. Um, <laughs> Pretty difficult game to try and find a big angle or some huge value, but I'm going to look at Joseph Suwali'i playing on that right up against AJ in the air. I think that might be a target for him. We've seen how good he is in the air. He's unbelievable. Um, $7.75, I can get around that. I mm. don't want to back him any time because I think it could be a really low-scoring game despite it being a day game. Um, don't mind the look at that. All right. I hope, I hope not. It's your pick. I hope you don't mind the look of that. Mm. <laughs> I'll tell you another angle, boys, just on the try scorers. So if you look at the defensive tries conceded for both teams, every department, left side, they're almost bang on. But that centre-right position where Lockie Ilias is, 
That's the big discrepancy. That's where Angus Crichton's coming. That's where yeah. Tedesco's in support. Didn't they work Elias over last yeah. week? Oof. They'll be going back to that. Well, I thought the Roosters were making statements last week, just to say, right, um, right, expect more of this next week. Maybe. Uh, we, I tell you what we haven't had. A classic Sunday final for a long time, I don't think. We've had some OK ones, um, but... Let's go all the way back. I love this segment because I know it's going to get posted on social. Uh, Warriors and Storm may be the most famous Sunday of them all uh, of uh, the NRL era. Probably the greatest upset in NRL era finals history. Olympic Park was the venue back in 2008 when minor premiers Melbourne hosted the eighth place Warriors in week one of the final series. Michael Witt opened the scoring for the visitors when he kicked a penalty goal after 13 minutes. But the Storm soon took the lead after Billy Slater threw a brilliant ball for Anthony Quinn. Slater coming in and Quinn will score. Anthony Quinn celebrates 150 down the left side. Melbourne extended their lead to six points through Cameron Smith on the half-hour mark, although this effort from Jerome Rapati ensured that the scores were eight all at the half-time break. Here's Rapati, he's over to score. First play of the scrum. Slater thought he'd grab the try of his own when Lance O'Hire dropped this Cooper Cronk bomb. It's on the ground. There's a chance for Slater. He forces the ball. But the video ref denied the Storm custodian, ruling that he had impeded his opposite number while pursuing the ball. This decision proved vital as two minutes later, the underdogs went in front. Repeat it to Ravelli. Ravelli puts a kick in. Here's Vanabai. He's over. He's scored. Melbourne looked to have scored their second when Falau rose above the pack. Cronk goes over. But once again, the video ref said no dice. Undeterred, then Falau soon got a meat pie of his own. Here's Falau. He won't bungle this way. He gets it down. While another Smith penalty had the scores locked at 14 apiece, heading into the final quarter of play. Greg Inglis thought he'd sealed the game for the Storm with this field goal. It's gone for a field goal attempt from Inglis. Inglis's kick is big. It's straight. It's there. Melbourne's in front by a point. But with two and a half minutes left on the clock, the desperate Warriors produced a piece of rugby league magic to save their season. He goes inside and away from Trump. He gets away from Jeremy Smith. He Michael gets the ball to Michael Witt. Michael Witt is going to score. What's he doing? Oh, Put it down. Put the ball down, son. And he does eventually. Ivan Cleary's men winning 18 points to 15 and in turn becoming the first eighth-place team to meet the minor premiers in a qualifying final under the old McIntyre system. Yes, under the old McIntyre system. It didn't give us many games like that, but there we go. That was a beauty. Uh, all right. Bracket time, everyone. This is the time we've been waiting for. We've been doing it for three years. It, Sean, it has mushroomed into something I really should be getting a piece of now. You've now got all, the pick nine where every single combination, all 85,000 of them are available on the Sportsbet website if you want to pick, do your own nine and find your ones. But then our three are on... Yeah, so, Dan, the pick nine where there's many combinations, that's found in the NRL Finals Hub. Yes. But then if you scroll along a little bit further, Rugby League Extra Markets uh -huh. is the get them on side pick nines. All right, three very good. Long. So we start... Um, uh, let's put up the first one here. We'll play a bit... Ah, uh, me. All right, so... Mine's probably one of the more standard ones. In fact, I think this will be one of the shortest ones going around uh, at 71 bucks. Penrith and Eels, Penrith to win. Um, I've got the Cowboys winning. That's my one and only upset 
so that means the Cowboys would host uh, in week three. I've got Parramatta beating the Storm in week two. I've got the Roosters beating the Sharks in week three. So Shark straight sets. Um, Eels Cowboys up there. I think it's the Eels time to at least get to a GF. I've got the Panthers. I think they will run roughshod over the Roosters in week three. And therefore, week four, as often we see, a repeat of a week one qualifier, Penrith versus Eels. And in one of the great grand finals, Penrith 14-12. Same Ooh, score as last wow. year. I don't have to pick the score there, but that is $71. And as I said, that is one of the thinnest markets, uh, one of the, one of the shortest prices out there. Mm. All right. Let's put up number two, and it is Sean Omer. Oh, it's me. Now, if yours is one of the shortest lay home, then obviously a ways home. I'm going a little bit shorter. I've got the four favourites winning in week one. Um, but then I've got probably the upset, I suppose you call it, although I think there won't be a lot in the betting. of Roosters play Cowboys in week two up in Townsville. I've got the Roosters winning that, which then sets up a huge prelim mm. Penrith v the Roosters, and I think that's where the Roosters just ran out of steam. Been up for a while. Penrith in the week off. I think the Panthers get the job done. They go through to the grand final. Um, Storm take care of the Raiders pretty easy. And then I think they're going to come up here and beat Parramatta in week two, which then sets up another absolute crackerjack, a grand final replay of what year was that, 16? Storm. Yeah. They're going to beat the Sharks. And then they're going to get knocked off by the Penrith Panthers in the grand final. 66 to 1 for me. Yes. I think that is the shortest. There you go. Mm. The straight jacket here we bracket. Go. The straight Let's jacket go. bracket. Come on. Righto, folks. Here we go. Here's mine. Okay. So I'm like you guys, I'm like you, Sean. I've got all the favourites winning week one. Mm. So we now go into week two, right? So here it is here. Um, the straight jacket bracket. <laughs> I've got the The Eels are pumping the storm out, Tata. We all agree. Well, two of us. Cowboys <laughs> are defeating the Roosters at home next week. Okay. Right. Well, well, you can you can mount. That's an argument you could mount sanely. Okay. Cowboys put up a mighty fight last time in Sydney against the Panthers. Score didn't reflect the game. They lost 22 nil. I, I, I said that. Cowboys beat the Panthers oh. because the Panthers went straight through and they were a shot duck in the prelim. This is where you're wearing a straight jacket. Sharkies beat the Eels and like you, Dan, yes. won uh, the well, qualifying yeah, in the start. They repeat, but this time the Cowboys, who don't have to go to that colossal venue, which is Shark Park, Cowboys, with all their big game experience, have just got the Sharks a year early. Cowboys win the grand <laughs> Well, <laughs> I've spoken to our friends of Sean and, 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 and the people that set the odds. We've, we've tweaked it up. It's, yes. as we speak, 301 to 1. Beautiful. Oh, they've, they've given it a roll out, have they? Just <laughs> we've imagine. moved it up to 301. Given the fact that is no chance of getting oh. up, I'll be having a piece of it. Oh. Put it this way: I'll be having an equal portion on the three of them. Yeah. So I hope, yes. I hope your insanity oh. comes through. The straight jacket bracket. The Imagine the liabilities on that. It's already ticking up. I can see it. It's yeah. going up before my eyes. Good. All right. Oh, you've got the Glenn Munsey computer. Yeah, you just yeah. See the... magic computer. Yeah. Now, are you really... Are you, is he seeing numbers there? Or, yeah, yeah. or is he looking at emails? So, no. just for this liability, the NRL Finals Hub is where you get all the variations. You can yes. choose uh, many of those, but then you go on to the extra markets yes. and you see that beautiful beast, 301. Oh, no. It's already ticking up. It's an ugly red number. Is it now? Oh, no. 
Dan, Ooh. Dan winning the turnover uh, charge early doors. Hang on, you got my name there. No, no. Oh, well, sorry. I thought you've got my. No, no. Your your selection is okay. um, is currently leading in yes. turnover. Oh, yes. I would think, and and in all honesty, um, if you looked at Grand Final Quinella, I bet. You, well, in fact, Penrith Parramatta's the favourite, and I bet you it is the hot pick. Um, uh, probably a good week to do Grand Final. This is the first week I would recommend betting Grand Final Quinella yes. with a fair bit of certainty because there you know four dollars ten. Yeah, it's a bit tight. It's a bit short, but. Not much has to go right for that to get up. Mm. Uh, and now, after doing our brackets, let's do this. I've got to be honest, I almost abstain from this. A, because my form in this d department is <laughs> disgraceful. Is disgraceful. <laughs> I, I really... You've got the odds right here, Sean. You've got the odds absolutely right here, Sean. You said it. The markets have nailed this, and I, there was not a weakness I could find. So I'm going to the first game, Penrith and Parramatta. I, I just think Parramatta's in too good a form to be blown away, but I just think Penrith... I, I just think they've set themselves too much for this game. So 1-12 Penrith. They have no history of flogging Parramatta in recent years, so <clears> I think they'll win. Get us off to a good start. $3, a nice fat opening. Well, my best bet is the straight jacket break. No, it's not. Oh, no. But this will help. So I've also tipped the Panthers, but I like Parramatta with the start. So we are threading a needle here. Yes. Um, all of a sudden, your 1 to 12 needs that to be 8 or one, less. 1 to 8. 1 to 8. 1 to 8, essentially. 1 to 8, This is like, hang on, this is like the price is right. Yes. I've made a bid and you've gone $1 under me. Yes, that's right. So yeah. now, um, now Sean's going to have best bet uh, the, the three way. The try bet. Yeah, the try bet. Well, the try bet. Under. No, well, the try bet. Under. The try bet, actually. The try bet. Uh, Penrith's all seven finals the last two years. If you took the try bet either side, six or less, every single game they've played, you have cash in every time. I know you're proud so, of right. that stat, but you've yeah. got to let it go. You've it's got a different to let stat. It go. It's, even, it's, the same it's even their stat. losses. Your basic. Oh, okay. Yes. All right. Sorry. Sorry. Sure. Who, whose go is it? It's my sure. go. Right. Alluded to it when I was speaking into this game. Sharks and the Cowboys. Total match points under 42 and a half. And I think all four of these games look big to me. Mm. I know scoring has gone up, but we're now left with the eight best, seven best, you might say. Um, in the in the comp, and this this game is I know it's not a knockout, but it's just huge for both these teams. And I think you hit the nail on the head. Will Dan, you I wear think. a Canberra jersey if they win this week? Uh, yeah, I can do that. Yep, I can yep, do that. No worries. Um, yeah, under forty two and a half looks massive to me. Both teams conceding the exact amount of points on average per game, and I know it's not that simple. If it was, we'd all be millionaires. But I think defence is going to be the priority here. It's the way uh, Craig Fitzgibbon certainly likes to play, and it's the way that Todd Payton's built this whole Cowboys side around. So I think defence is going to be the mentality. 42.5 looks a great bet to uh, the unders. Just on that too, so the top eight teams in defence are the teams who qualified for the eight. Yes. And, and by some margin. Mm. Okay. I like that bet too very much. Because those conditions, points are very hard to come by. Yeah. You get that wind straight down the ground at Shark Park. Um, all right. Well, that's it. That was fun, and uh, now the countdown is on. Dun, dun, dun. I started to sing that. As we say, farewell and good luck with your punting. Joel Kane. Take a sec before you bet. That's the best way to keep your betting in check so you can have fun on the punt and gamble responsibly. But it's here, ladies and gentlemen. Damn, oh, thank you. Doing?
<laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye, everyone, and just breathe it in.